Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to Destiny Moments. And yes, I am Michelle Hughes. And we're talking about Art Kelly's verdict. And I hope listening to this message tonight that it will change your heart concerning how you view fame, money, success, and how you treat people. Robert Kelly, known as R. Kelly, was a R&B singer. He was very talented and successful. It's very disheartening to see such talent wasted due to not listening. We all get warnings, but we must have the ability to listen to someone that you trust. He might spend the rest of his life in prison. People are saying he had been warned. And when I heard that Art Kelly was found guilty on all nine counts Monday, September 24th, and thinking that the singer is, what, only 54 years old. And listening to his ex-wife, Drea, or Drea Kelly, she felt like she was walking on eggshells, she says, for fear she would upset him and bring about more abuse. She says, despite the fact that he continues to deny any wrongdoings, she also believes that the guilty verdict marks a massive win for Art Kelly's accusers. While her concerns are different due to the family ties she has with him bearing his children. Drea Kelly explains how she wears two hats. One as ex-wife and two mother of his children. She says, my heart definitely goes out to the survivors and the courage it took to even come forward and tell their story. But my heart also breaks as a mother because this is now the legacy of my children. At the end of the day, his blood runs through my children's veins. It's a part of their DNA. That can't escape even if they want it to. So it's very difficult for me to sit in this position. She also says, if justice was served, she was she was asked, I should say, if justice were served, she stated that if any of his victims were blonde-haired and blue-eyed, it would not have taken this long. Women of color tend to be the lowest on the totem pole when it comes to subjects of domestic violence and sexual abuse. It's sad that it took this long. The attorneys for Art Kelly felt he was like Martin Luther King Jr., And many are stating that how can they compare the two when Martin Luther King Jr. were freeing his people out of slavery and Art Kelly was enslaving his victims. 
May the reflection concerning the life of Art Kelly will remind us of preparing for success and remembering how to treat people once you have the power of fame and money. It's not to defame a person's character, to make yourself feel a sense of control over others' lives. No, but to embrace your sister and brother with the spirit of love in wanting to mentor them into a better position, not tearing them down to a point of no return, rendering them hopeless and want and, and not wanting to live and leaving them scarred for life. It takes the spirit of God to build someone's character back who has been rejected, humiliated and abused. May we learn from Art Kelly's life, men and women. May we leave a legacy to our family and friends that you will be remembered for building people and not tearing them down and not wanting to hate people. But as Martin Luther King did, Jr. did, he died wanting us to be free and walking in unity Jesus died on the cross for us to learn the purpose of our lives and learning to live in love with your sister and brother. I was just thinking about Art Kelly and the song that he sung, I Believe I Can Fly. And, you know, thinking about the fact that he, I mean, it was such a dynamic song. And leaving three children, uh, if he's, I mean, he's been already uh, convicted, but now he's waiting on how long he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. And he has three children, Jay Kelly, Robert Kelly Jr., Joanne Kelly. And it's, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And he and his wife, uh, Drea, was married from what 1996 until 2000 13 years and what a legacy to leave your children i believe that it's time that we look at our own lives and not judge anyone but look at are we living according to the word of god are our 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 words and um the way we treat people and do we have to always be empowered? Do we always have to control someone to show that, you know, I have more money than you. So you have to listen to me. That's not what the Bible teaches. Just because you have more money or you may have degrees or you may whatever you whatever you you feel deemed to use authority over people and wanting to be divisive, you know, Wanting people to hate one person over another person because you want to control them and you want them to love you more than the other person because you feel jealousy. Somewhere that must stop. And I believe that the more we get into the word and understand what the word of God says, we will begin to love our brothers as as the Bible has told us to love. And when we learn how to love them according to the word of God, and what Christ went to the cross, that's why he went to the cross, so that we will be redeemed. And how can we say we're redeemed when 
we're keeping up so much confusion and, and no love for one another. And I pray for this young man. I really do. Because he's going to spend a lot of time in prison. And, and I know that's got to be the most painful thing in the world. But he had been warned. And I know he has spent time thinking about all the things he could have done differently. Let's not get to that point in life where now we're in trouble and now we can't, you know, trying to figure out how to do things differently. No, let's do it now while you have your freedom. You have the freedom to, to serve God. No one has a gun on you. No one's forcing you to serve God. But it's time. God's trying to give us all warnings to get our lives right with God. It's not worth the people that we try to covet. I mean, it's not worth it. It wasn't worth him bringing those young women over and the videos that um, they looked at. I mean, he got off the first time, but this time they had more evidence. And so why would you set yourself up for failure? I think that we all do that. And, uh, and it's, it's just a trick of the enemy to have us do all these things for God and go down for one mistake that we really can't get out of. Why put yourself in that position? No, listen to the spirit of God now. He's If you're listening to me tonight, he's trying to warn you. He's trying to tell you it's time to get your life in order. It's time to stop playing with God. I don't care if you are married, not married, single, whatever. Just because you have a husband, they shouldn't rule you to the point of telling you how to live your life. If it's not pleasing to God, you should know right from wrong. If it's evil, then you know it's not of the spirit of God. And if you're single and you are with a boyfriend who's telling you evil things to do and you know it's not pleasing in the spirit of God, then you need to turn from your evil ways and make some decisions. And there's some decisions that we need to walk away from, because if it's not making you better, if it's making you worse and it's not helping you no, you got to turn away from evil and ask God to help me live a better life that's pleasing to you. And I believe the more we say less of me, more of you, God, the more we will find ourselves walking and pleasing God. No, nobody's perfect, but we should be striving for perfection. It doesn't give us the, the, the license to go and do evil and say mean things about people to get everybody to, you know, think good about you. That's not making them think good about you because you're gossiping about someone tearing their character down. So there in itself, would God do that? I always ask myself this. If God was standing right before me, would I do that in front of God? And you would say, absolutely no. So that's how you need to judge your conversations. Judge how you treat people. Because if you would not do that in the midst of God, you wouldn't be mean to someone in the midst of God. You know, take away their dignity. It, it, no, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't want anyone to do that to you. So put yourself in someone else's shoes and say, no, I wouldn't like how that felt. Or I wouldn't like how that feels. Because I wouldn't want anyone to subject me to the treatments that I'm giving to other people. And so I think the more we say less of me and more of God, the more you'll find yourself pleasing the Lord with everything that's within you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, may we die out to ourselves and live according to 
the scriptures. You sent Christ to the cross so we can come and ask you to forgive us of every sin that we have committed knowingly or unknowingly so that we can be pleasing in your sight. And so, Father, I pray for our Kelly. I pray that you... This young man will not spend the rest of his of his life in in hell that father, if it took him going to prison to get his spirit right with God to help maybe those young men, let him not become bitter while he's in jail, but let him become what God has called him to do. And I believe to serve him. He's called all of us to serve us. It's up to us. He's not going to go against your decision. So, Father, may we make a rightful decision to say today is the time. Today, September 30th, is going to be the day that I commit my life back to the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of every sin that I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. May I walk in your image. Help me to please you daily. And I thank you that I'll die out to myself and to people. And I will only want to please you. And you'll bring good people into my life. I thank you for the love that you are showing me. I thank you for the message that you're giving me. And we ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, today you have given your life to Christ. And now this is your new birthday that you have confessed Christ as the Lord of your life. And I want to leave Revelation 22 with you all tonight. The scripture, uh, Revelation 22, verse 10, going to be reading from 10 to 14. Uh, And it says here, and he said to me, do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book. For the time is at hand. He who was unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. But he who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. In verse 12, and behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Verse 13, I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Verse 14, blessed are those who do his commandments that they may be, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. I don't know about you, but I want him to say, well done, good and faithful servant, enter in. So tonight, may God richly bless you tonight with this scripture. We pray for the Art Kelly family, your family, my family, your friends, and even your enemies for God's mercy. And may his children get saved to break this spirit off of their lives. We thank you in advance. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. May you learn to listen to God's voice. Keep it real. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to Destiny Moments. And yes, I am Michelle Hughes. And we're talking about Art Kelly's verdict. And I hope listening to this message tonight 
that it will change your heart concerning how you view fame, money, success, and how you treat people. Robert Kelly, known as R. Kelly, was a R&B singer. He was very talented and successful. It's very disheartening to see such talent wasted due to not listening. We all get warnings, but we must have the ability to listen to someone that you trust. He might spend the rest of his life in prison. People are saying he had been warned. And when I heard that Art Kelly was found guilty on all nine counts Monday, September 24th, and thinking that the singer is, what, only 54 years old, and listening to his ex-wife, Drea, Drea Kelly, she felt like she was walking on eggshells, she says, for fear she would upset him and bring about more abuse. She says, despite the fact that he continues to deny any wrongdoings, she also believes that the guilty verdict marks a massive win for Art Kelly's accusers, while her concerns are different due to the family ties she has with him bearing his children. Drea Kelly explains how she wears two hats, one as ex-wife and two, mother of his children. She says, my heart definitely goes out to the survivors and the courage it took to even come forward and tell their story. But my heart also breaks as a mother because this is now the legacy of my children. At the end of the day, his blood runs through my children's veins. It's a part of their DNA. That can't escape even if they want it to. So it's very difficult for me to sit in this position. She also says, if justice was served, she was, she was asked, I should say, if justice were served, she stated that if any of his victims were blonde-haired and blue-eyed, it would not have taken this long. Women of color tend to be the lowest on the totem pole when it comes to subjects of domestic violence and sexual abuse. It's sad that it took this long. The attorneys for Art Kelly felt he was like Martin Luther King Jr. And many are stating that how can they compare the two when Martin Luther King Jr. were freeing his people out of slavery and Art Kelly was enslaving his victims. 
May the reflection concerning the life of Art Kelly will remind us of preparing for success and remembering how to treat people once you have the power of fame and money. It's not to defame a person's character, to make yourself feel a sense of control over others' lives. No, but to embrace your sister and brother with the spirit of love in wanting to mentor them into a better position, not tearing them down to a point of no return, rendering them hopeless and want and, and not wanting to live, and leaving them scarred for life, it takes the Spirit of God to build someone's character back who has been rejected, humiliated, and abused. May we learn from Art Kelly's life, men and women. May we leave a legacy to our family and friends that you will be remembered for building people and not tearing them down and not wanting to hate people. But as Martin Luther King did, Jr. did, he died wanting us to be free and walking in unity Jesus died on the cross for us to learn the purpose of our lives and learning to live in love with your sister and brother. I was just thinking about Art Kelly and the song that he sung, I Believe I Can Fly. And, you know, thinking about the fact that he, I mean, it was such a dynamic song. And leaving three children, uh, if he's, I mean, he's been already uh, convicted, but now he's waiting on how long he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. And he has three children, Jay Kelly, Robert Kelly Jr., Joanne Kelly. And it's, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. And he and his wife, uh, Drea, was married from, what, 1996 until 2000, 13 years. And what a legacy to leave your children. I believe that it's time that we look at our own lives and not judge anyone, but look at, are we living according to the Word of God? Are are, are, our words and um, the way we treat people and do we have to always be empowered? Do we always have to control someone to show that, you know, I have more money than you, so you have to listen to me? That's not what the Bible teaches. Just because you have more money or you may have degrees or you may whatever you whatever you you feel deem to use authority over people and wanting to be divisive, you know, Wanting people to hate one person over another person because you want to control them and you want them to love you more than the other person because you feel jealousy. Somewhere that must stop. And I believe that the more we get into the word and understand what the word of God says, we will begin to love our brothers as, as the Bible has told us to love. And when we learn how to love them according to the word of God, and what Christ went to the cross, that's why he went to the cross, so that we will be redeemed. And how can we say we're redeemed when 
We're keeping up so much confusion and, and no love for one another. And I pray for this young man. I really do. Because he's going to spend a lot of time in prison. And, and I know that's got to be the most painful thing in the world. But he had been warned. And I know he has spent time thinking about all the things he could have done differently. Let's not get to that point in life where now we're in trouble. And now we can't, you know, trying to figure out how to do things differently. No, let's do it now while you have your freedom. You have the freedom to, to serve God. No one has a gun on you. No one's forcing you to serve God. But it's time. God's trying to give us all warnings to get our lives right with God. It's not worth the people that we try to covet. I mean, it's not worth it. It wasn't worth him bringing those young women over and the videos that um, they looked at. I mean, he got off the first time, but this time they had more evidence. And so why would you set yourself up for failure? I think that we all do that. And, uh, and it's, it's just a trick of the enemy to have us do all these things for God and go down for one mistake that we really can't get out of. Why put yourself in that position? No, listen to the Spirit of God now. He's, if you're listening to me tonight, He's trying to warn you. He's trying to tell you it's time to get your life in order. It's time to stop playing with God. I don't care if you are married, not married, single, whatever. Just because you have a husband, they shouldn't rule you to the point of telling you how to live your life if it's not pleasing to God. You should know right from wrong. If it's evil, then you know it's not of the Spirit of God. And if you're single and you are with a boyfriend who's telling you evil things to do and you know it's not pleasing in the spirit of God, then you need to turn from your evil ways and make some decisions. And there's some decisions that we need to walk away from, because if it's not making you better, if it's making you worse and it's not helping you no, you got to turn away from evil and ask God. To help me live a better life that's pleasing to you. And I believe the more we say less of me, more of you, God, the more we will find ourselves walking and pleasing God. No, nobody's perfect, but we should be striving for perfection. It doesn't give us the, the, the license to go and do evil and say mean things about people to get everybody to, you know, think good about you. That's not making them think good about you because you're gossiping about someone tearing their character down. So there in itself, would God do that? I always ask myself this. If God was standing right before me, would I do that in front of God? And you would say, absolutely no. So that's how you need to judge your conversations. Judge how you treat people. Because if you would not do that in the midst of God, you wouldn't be mean to someone in the midst of God. You know, take away their dignity. No, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't want anyone to do that to you. So put yourself in someone else's shoes and say, no, I wouldn't like how that felt. Or I wouldn't like how that feels. Because I wouldn't want anyone to subject me to the treatments that I'm giving to other people. And so I think the more we say less of me and more of God, the more you'll find yourself pleasing the Lord with everything that's within you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, may we die out to ourselves and live according to 
the scriptures. You sent Christ to the cross so we can come and ask you to forgive us of every sin that we have committed knowingly or unknowingly so that we can be pleasing in your sight. And so, Father, I pray for our Kelly. I pray that you, this young man, will not spend the rest of his of his life in, in hell. That, Father, if it took him going to prison to get his spirit right with God, to help maybe those young men, let him not become bitter while he's in jail. But let him become what God has called him to do. And I believe to serve him. He's called all of us to serve us. It's up to us. He's not going to go against your decision. So, Father, may we make a rightful decision to say today is the time. Today, September 30th, is going to be the day that I commit my life back to the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of every sin that I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. May I walk in your image. Help me to please you daily. And I thank you that I'll die out to myself and to people. And I will only want to please you. And you'll bring good people into my life. I thank you for the love that you are showing me. I thank you for the message that you're giving me. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, today you have given your life to Christ. And now this is your new birthday. That you have confessed Christ as the Lord of your life. And I want to leave Revelation 22 with you all tonight. The scripture, uh, Revelation 22, verse 10. Going to be reading from 10 to 14. Uh, And it says here, And he said to me, Do not seal the words of the prophecy of this book. For the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. But he who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. In verse 12, and behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Verse 13, I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Verse 14, blessed are those who do his commandments that they may be, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. I don't know about you, but I want them to say, well done, good and faithful servant, enter in. So tonight, may God richly bless you tonight with this scripture. We pray for the Art Kelly family, your family, my family, your friends, and even your enemies for God's mercy. And may his children get saved to break this spirit off of their lives. We thank you in advance. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. May you learn to listen to God's voice. Keep it real.